0: Hi friend, Katie here with the Hustle Humbly community updates for March. Our live this month will be on March 26th and will be our quarter one book club covering the 12 week year. We're really excited to go over this book with everyone. If you read it, you can join the conversation. And even if you don't read it, we hope you'll join us for the Hustle Humbly Clip Notes and our good overview and takeaway of what we loved about the book, The 12 Week Year. Other reminders for the community group are to make sure you're on the referral list as well as the military referral list if you serve a military community. Our final reminder is that we have a podcast search feature. It is a really cool feature of the community where you can go in and find a previous episode or episodes that cover a certain topic you're looking for. So if you can't remember where you heard us talk about a certain wording for a letter or how we handled a situation, you can use that podcast search feature to find out exactly what you need. If you're a member of community, you'll have all of this in your monthly newsletter, as well as you can find it on your dashboard. And if you're not a member of community, please feel free to join us. You can learn more at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash membership. But
1: even our New Orleans realtors use a lot of sign writers Mm -hmm. that say not haunted.
0: Also did the click yeah, you turn, not wake them up. turn, turn, turn.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I guess not.
0: <laughs> not
1: just any music, but the Steppenwolf song, Magic Carpet Ride. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it took me a few steps to realize that those stepping stones were actually tombstones. <gasps> Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie,
1: and we are two top-producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should
0: be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Okay. Okay, we'll try. That's that's definitely the beginning of the episode. Yeah, we're going to have to leave
1: that, Jay. Leave this spooky
0: noise. (laughs) So slowly. Welcome. Welcome. To episode number 221. Hustle Humbly Halloween. (laughs) Haunted House. It's Hustle
1: Humbly Haunted Houses. Halloween. (laughs) Halloween. (laughs) Hustle Humbly Haunted Houses Halloween episode. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Welcome. Welcome my pretties. (laughs) (laughs) Alyssa asked me if I had any black lipstick.
1: I really wanted to wear some black lipstick. I didn't. If you are not a YouTube watcher, (laughs) um, this might be a good one to just Hop on over to the YouTube to see our amazing Halloween setup. We wanted to be spooky
0: for Halloween week.
1: Yeah, we're really excited about this episode. And we'll try to be
0: as creepy as we can. (laughs) uh, Okay, but first a disclaimer, seriously. Okay, yeah. This is a serious moment. Mm -hmm. If you are triggered by death or crime or creepy stuff or bugs, paranormal activity... I don't think this is the episode for you. Yeah, probably not. Okay. We are going to retell stories that our listeners so sweetly shared with us. And some of them are funny. Some of them are scary. <laughs> some of them are creepy. They're all the things. We're going to have <laughs> all emotions. All the, the emotions. things. I did do a lot of laughing, so I think it is an entertaining <laughs> episode. I will also make my own disclaimer. I hate horror movies. None of them made me like... Freaked out. Yeah. Well, one of Red kind of did. But anyway, I think that it'll be entertaining. But please, if these things are not your jam, go listen to
1: something happier, which was
0: free things you can do in your business. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go listen to something happier.
1: Otherwise, this is just a fun episode because we sell houses. And sometimes houses have what some states call psychological damage. Yes. Defects. Yeah, psychological defects. Mm -hmm. We in Louisiana are not required to disclose the psychological defects of a property. Right. Probably because new orleans is in our state <laughs> and so many of the homes there have been through tragic experiences that there's no way we could share them all like every house would be haunted they are they are yes they're tours y- they are tours actual tours. but even our new orleans realtors use a lot of sign writers mm-hmm. that's that say not haunted
0: <laughs> do they also use sign writers that say haunted Haunted. sometimes there are people that (laughs) just gravitate that's a draw in new orleans like they would be like what a real haunted house yeah you get the voodoo lady to come over Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. um all right so do you want to share one of your personal stories before we dig into theirs or how do you want to go
1: yeah maybe i'll jump right into my new orleans story please do while we're on it so Tanner and I went to New Orleans and did a haunted tour, Okay. and I wasn't really sure what to expect, but it was crazy. Mm. So you start at the Blacksmith Bar, okay. and you get a cocktail, and you just walk. It's a walking tour through the quarter, through the French Quarter. Okay. And they stop at certain places and tell you what happened here, and I guess I was thinking it was going to be more like, woo, ha you know, like, no, it was like legit haunted stories, Okay. So, the first one that we stopped at was the Andrew Jackson Hotel. Okay. I would just like to share with you from their website the brief history of this place. Oh, please. And then I'll share the story that they shared with us. Okay, great. The Andrew Jackson Hotel is one of the most haunted hotels in New Orleans. The property saw its share of misfortunes. Un- originally home to a boarding school and orphanage for boys who lost their parents to yellow fever, oh,
0: this is where it all goes wrong. <laughs> it always starts at an orphanage. It does
1: <laughs> the site housed a grave t- a grave tragedy in 1774. Fires that consumed many of the buildings in the French Quarter burned down the orphanage with five young boys inside. Oh, it's terrible. Today, many of mu- many say that much of the building is haunted with reports of the ghost, especially young Armand, who likes to wake up guests with laughter or pushing them out of bed. Oh, no, no, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Other guests report seeing the caretaker of the orphan boys fluffing pillows, cleaning up the rooms. We invite guests to come and decide on their own if it is... Really haunted. So, I'm going to share the story that they told us had just happened somewhat recently to a guest. Oh, okay. okay. So, they shared that history with us, mm-hmm. and we're standing outside, and it looks creepy. I mm-hmm. can't believe people really mm-hmm. like book a night here. Mm-hmm. So, this young couple came in for just like a couple's trip. They decided <laughs> you know, to stay romantic. There. romantic. And it was like in 2010, I guess. So they had gone out all day and done like a swamp tour and done a bunch of stuff and the wife had one of those windy roll up cameras okay <laughs> like a like a like a, digital, a winder. What do you call that? It's a, not digital. You no, go no, no, no. It's called a disposable. Kodiak? Disposable camera. Yeah. Got it. So she had a few of those, okay? And so they had gone out on the Swamp Tour, and she had taken some pictures. And so... <laughs> I'm like, in 1990, it was 2010? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, fine. Go on. <laughs> it was not that long ago. Okay. Like, right on the verge of people still using these Got things. Got it. Okay. So she gets home that night... Back to the hotel, has like five pictures left on her roll-up camera, mm-hmm. and they go to bed. They have a very peaceful night. Mm-hmm. They wake up the next day and they go on their next outing. No, 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 no pictures left. She goes to take a photo, and there's no pictures left on her camera. <laughs> also, did the click? Yeah, you Not wake them up. Turn, turn. I don't know. I guess not. Okay. So she's like, "That's weird. I thought I had more pictures left." So she doesn't give it two thoughts. They get home, and like a week later, she picks up her pictures from the Walgreens. And the last five oh. pictures are of them sleeping. <laughs> I don't care if it was a ghost or if it was a human. It is creepy. So they tried to accuse the hotel but you of someone photos of me. breaking in. And they actually had this big investigation. But the photos are taken from above. <laughs> they are taken from the middle, directly above these people sleeping where no one could have really done that. And they slept with the chain on their door. Oh my God. So the photos, I believe, are at the hotel because oh. this story became so famous. Like people want to stay at these places and right. get haunted.
0: I, I believe we may also be a little desensitized to the topic because of New Orleans and how much Yes. Like it is more. Um, people love that. They think it's so interesting. They're like, ooh, it's haunted. Like it's I've- like Halloween town there. <laughs> kind they of just, is. they just always, it's always spooky. I mean, even think about um Tiana. What's it? Yeah. Oh, Princess and the Frog. It's yes, creepy. It is creepy with the voodoo man. Yes. Yeah. So creepy. Um, okay. I went on one of those tours too. But to the Myrtles plantation mm. when I was like in the Girl Scouts or something. Oh my. Sketchy. Yeah. And they've got all these weird photos situ- it's always a photo situation. Yes. People took a photo of this picture and this showed up and this happened in this room. But that one is like on I think the registrar. What is yeah, yeah, the registry yeah. of most haunted houses in mm-hmm. America? Right. The Myrtles. We have a lot of haunted We have here. a lot of haunted places here. Okay. That was it from your tour? That that's that's yes, the best story I've heard in a while. One. Okay. Fine. Let's um, dive right in. We'll come back to a couple of mine in a minute. Okay. Um, okay. So, our friend Jay. Hanning in Nebraska. Are okay. you ready, Jason yeah. from Nebraska? Okay. I was showing an investor properties on a cold winter day. Ooh, spooky. Ooh. Oh, also before I dive further into this, this is the game I thought we should play. Oh. At the end of each story, we're gonna name them as if they were like oh. a short story or okay. a book. Like okay. a you need a pen. Yeah. It's okay. uh, here, I'll get another pen. Um. So my thought was. You know, Edgar Allan Poe style. Like if I was listening, if I was reading a short story, like a mm-hmm. creepy short story, yeah. then um, we'll we'll name them. Oh, well, okay. what, What's the
1: Andrew Jackson?
0: Oh, God. Mischievous voice. Fo- photos from above.
1: Oh, you're so good at that. Yes, them. this is fun. I'm better than chat GPT. Photos from above. I'm not very creative, so this will probably be This all will be you. a
0: fun game. Okay, okay, fine. Jay, here we go with Jay's. I was showing an investor properties on a cold winter day. We went to see a house in a very... Iffy, that was air quotes, y'all, area of town that is known for break-ins and dangerous activity. I met my client at the house. There were a few windows missing or broken, and the remaining blinds and curtains were blowing in the wind. Oh, Do you see it? Yes, I see it. Scary. The back door was ajar, and trash was strewn about the yard. We went in and walked around the main floor. It appeared long vacant with lots of damage and decay. Then we got to the kitchen. Hmm. There was nothing in the house except a bag of teeth on the kitchen window sill. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Like dentures? No, girl, no. Real teeth. Hold oh on. Oh my gosh. Wait, wait. This is bad. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so I told y'all I laughed a lot about these. We, okay, fine. Bag of teeth, window sill. We probably decided to move on. <laughs> Both of us creeped out and left wondering who those belonged to and why they were the only thing remaining in the fully vacant house. I must admit, I watched too many true crime documentaries and was convinced they were trophies from an unknown serial killer. They were. I did take enough time to grab a picture. (laughs) I love this. I have the photo.
1: You have the photo? You're Mm going to have to share it on Instagram. (laughs)
0: Thanks to Jay and his quick thinking, we have the photo. Tell me the teeth? Uh huh. Okay, well, let me see it. Oh, I'm about to scare the pants off of you because I was like, Whoa. <laughs> oh my God. But what would you call that? Um, what would you call that story? I have a real estate angle to it. So, mm, well, then just tell me. Teeth to
1: Remain. Oh, that is so good. <laughs> Teeth to Remain. Now, with everyone the on YouTube,
0: I will try and show you this. We should post them on Instagram. But first and foremost, I'm going to show Alyssa so you can hear her reaction. No. Absolutely not. I have been disgusted by this
1: for well since yesterday we when post, I read it. We can't. One post of them that has a Instagram. crown.
0: I don't think you can post it. It's like it's the disturbing. Whole tooth.
1: It's like the roots and everything. You're right. I can't post this. I'll flash it to YouTube. <laughs> well, let's flash it a little longer. Okay. There you go. It's real. That those are those are real teeth. That, I don't know absolutely why. Absolutely not. And they saw the rest
0: of the house. There's a crown on that one. They, this is bizarre. I, trust me, I agree. Okay. <sighs> that, that one gave me the heebie-jeebies, y'all, because you could see. Like, yeah. why? Why is that the only thing in the house? Mm-mm. Okay, so again, I'll go back to my disclaimer. If these things creep you out, you should not listen. <laughs> Cause we are also gonna make light of these the stories. It's They're, a we're, fun we're, episode. Yeah, it's funny. We're gonna we're gonna make it have a fun angle. But yeah. okay. I hope no one was harmed. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Someone okay, was on. Moving on.
0: Okay. Do you want to do one? Sure.
1: <laughs> this is from Stacy Rogers. Okay. Thanks, Stacy. I had these super sweet clients who wanted an old house to renovate. They loved the historic features, the high ceilings, and the history. Of course. You love the history. So much character. Until... You get the history. (laughs) We spent over two years searching for the right house, and in the process, we saw some doozies. Floors caving in, houses filled with junk, peeling walls, scary dolls, (laughs) bad taxidermy, terrible smells... (gasps) But there was one that was hands down the worst out of all that. (laughs) (laughs) A house came on the market in the perfect area. So we met one morning right at 8 a.m. to see it. It was fall and one of the first cool mornings we had in Georgia. It was so foggy that day. Our listeners are excellent writers. I would agree. Excellent writers. We can make a book. My client's husband was running late, so the wife and I decided to head in on our own. Never. <laughs> ne- that is where you went wrong.
0: No. <laughs>
1: the house was listed as vacant when mm. I made the appointment. Always. But like many others we had seen, it was filled with junk. Mm-hmm. The lockbox was on the back door, so we went around to get in. Along the porch rail and into the screen porch were signs that said, enter this way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a real haunted house. With the cr- Creepiest smiley faces. Ew! Once the screen, on, once on the screen door, there were boxes stacked all the way to the ceiling. You had to go around the corner to get to the door, which had yet another creepy inter sign. <laughs> <laughs> Through the dirty window, we could see an old lamp and a house full of stuff. Mm. Someone might not be living there, but they had already, but they had not taken anything with them. I struggled with the old lock a little, but as soon as I opened the door. Ma- music started blaring in the dimly lit kitchen. Not just any music, but the Steppenwolf song, Magic Carpet Ride. <laughs> 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 Wait, what? <laughs> The song started at the line in the song, close your eyes, girl, look inside, girl. Let the sound take you away. What? (laughs) We froze two feet into the house, and we looked at each other, and we got out of there as fast as we could. Once back in the driveway, we swore we could see someone looking from the upstairs window. Ew, ew. By the time my client's husband got there, we settled down and told him the story. He laughed and said he had to see this. (sighs) Keep in mind, he is six foot five, high school baseball coach, and I thought, well, we probably won't be murdered if he's with us. So reluctantly, she and I walked back up to the back door, and it started happening all over again. Mm-mm. We Mm-mm. we couldn't hear music on the porch at this point, so we were both looking pretty silly. <laughs> I struggled to open the door again, and uh, then there it was. Uh-uh. This time, enter Sandman. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Enter Sandman by Metallica started blaring. We all looked at each other and ran. <laughs> Even the husband was like, no? Nope. nope. Later that morning, I reached out to the agent. And by the time I heard from him three days later. Oh, my word. After I had started to think maybe there was just a crazy man in the house, he told me the owner had the music trip when someone opened the door to keep away vandals. She said, and I guess buyers. Right. Change. We still swear we saw someone upstairs when we talk about this story today, (laughs) as they now live in the cutest historic home on the best street within walking distance to town. Oh, my word. Happy ending.
0: Yeah. Oh, Okay. Happy the ending. music, though. Yeah. He had programmed those particular songs. At those particular times. <laughs>
1: That's so weird. So weird. So
0: weird. Okay. Let's do one from Mackenzie Brogan in Wisconsin. Okay. She says, upon pulling up to the home, it was clear that it had been either abandoned or unmaintained for a while. The exterior had rotting wood, loose deck boards, a tree that had fallen on top of the garage roof, caving it in, and peeling paint. I entered the home with my buyer and her dad to immediately find that the kitchen and mudroom were in a disarray. The home was probably built in the early 1900s, and the kitchen was updated, air quotes, probably in 1950. Picture lots of yellow and brown accents, not to mention there were pots, pans, dirty dishes, and trash all over. As we rounded the corner to the bathroom, we saw drops of dried blood on the linoleum flooring leading to the bathtub. Nope, nope, nope. Where the owner had left his toenail clippers.
1: (laughs) Ew! (laughs) So gross. (laughs) Where the owner had left his
0: toenail toenail clippers.
1: clippers. You were going to say, like, axe. Stop. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> i love that i didn't read these before
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love that you didn't either okay oh, I'm, I'm trying crying. to okay. I gotta collect myself <laughs> don't grossed don't out me. my buyer wanted me wanted to move on she led the way into the bedroom where the blood dripping continued on the pink carpeting leading to the front <laughs> of the closet where there was a large dried blood spot at that point, I told the buyer I was disgusted, hoping we could leave. She and her dad thought it was nasty, but wanted to see potential in the rest of the house. So we proceeded to venture through the dusty upstairs attic area and comb through the basement spider webs. Needless to say, we did not submit an offer, and I left some strong feedback for the listing agent, advising them to make sure their client was okay. Because it sure seemed like something had happened in there. <laughs> Something went wrong with the toenail clipper. I know. I called this one the blood stain showing. Oh
1: my gosh, you're so good. But I don't. Do we do yours? No, we didn't. Okay. The well, music.
0: Obviously, that one's like. Uh, okay, the music came on when you got there, and like the interhear creepy
1: signs.
0: Um. <laughs>
1: like like know. music
0: man inside music man. Okay. All right. I think I need a break. Do you want to do that one was now? That hilarious. <laughs> I just love that, the buildup. And then it was like toenail clippers. <laughs> but really something else happened besides mm-hmm.
1: just, what. the well, go on, your turn. Okay, so Maddie Atendido sent us just two little snippets, okay? Okay. The first one, I just showed a house with a tombstone in the front yard. The front yard? <laughs> the front yard. Unfortunately, <laughs> it was a pristine. Protected historical (gasps) landmark so it could not be removed. Shut up. Needless to say, that photo was not included in the MLS. Oh, my word. So, like, you can't move it. (laughs) A tombstone. I know what I want to – is that the end of that one? Yeah, that's it. Talk about curb appeal. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Katie, you are on it. (laughs) Oh, That's so weird. Talk about curb appeal. Here's Uh, my tombstone. I wonder what his name was. Shoot. That's a good question.
0: Here lies your next home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gosh, you're so good. That's amazing. Uh, and someone else. Here lies your next home and Mr. Right. Fred. <coughs> yeah, you get a bonus. Are you reading her other one? I'll read her second one. Okay. I wish I had taken photos of this foreclosed house, but I was in a state of shock.
0: <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: who was – Jay was not in a state of shock. No, he took a he moment was- to snap a photo of the creepiest teeth I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Luckily, the buyer showed up shortly after I got there because I was starting to get creeped out. I pushed the front door open. Yes, there was a super lockbox, but <laughs> the entire door frame was rotted away, oh, so no. the door just swung open when I pushed it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Then, walking through the house, it was as if the people who lived there had just vanished one day. There were leaders of pop halfway <laughs> gone. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Dishes in the sink, clothes in the closet. But y'all, this house was vacant and on the market for 150 days. Yeesh. The yard was seriously overgrown, which made it look even creepier. Needless to say, the buyer wasn't interested. How does one give showing
0: time feedback on that? Oh, gosh. Do you have squatters here?
1: Yeah, squatters.
0: Mm, okay. okay. We got to name that. I don't <laughs> Squatter's not included. (laughs) Squatter's not included. That I feel like is gonna come up again. Yeah. Okay, are you ready for Lauren Felder's story? Yeah. All right, Lauren says, this is funny, I think. I mean, yes, we need a break. They're all kind of funny though. When we moved from our house in Texas, we had an old elf on the shelf that my grandmother gave to my kids. Okay. I don't have time to remember to do the elf on the shelf. you know, sometimes a little angry. (laughs) (laughs) Or other clever things. So I hid it when she gave it to us. She like just put the elf away. (laughs) Anyway, when we moved out of the house, my husband found the old elf, dusty and a bit faded, and put it in a corner of the eaves to scare someone in the future.
1: Oh my gosh. That's (laughs) That's hilarious.
0: I don't know. Elves and dolls, like, I'm just not. Oh, good. Well, we'll lead into that because I have a personal story. Okay. Um, I had a buyer okay. who um, was looking at this home. It was built in the 1800s. Okay. And it was in downtown Baton Rouge. And then they picked the house up, you know, on the things that do that, in 1970s. Okay. And moved it out out further out of town. Okay. okay. Still in Baton Rouge, but way on the outskirts. And on a big piece of land, like three acres. It's your sister's house. No, it's not my sister's oh, okay. house. Okay. <laughs> no. My sister lives in new construction. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay, so they moved the house. At that point in time when they moved it, you know, y'all, they, they saw a house in halves typically when they move them. Yes. So when they put it back together, they, I'm doing my air quotes, updated it. So it was okay. very 1970s. Like the bathrooms were 70s. The kitchen was 70s. You had a lot of avocado color, orange, whatever. But other parts of the house were very well-maintained um, like beautiful woodwork, and it was just a, it was built in the 1800s. It was yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, fine. Well, whoever had been living there had passed away. I don't know about in the house or not, but they were doing an estate sale. Okay. The and and whoever had lived there was also a big fan of dolls. Mm. All the dolls. Mm-mm. In every room, there were dolls, Mm-mm. and because you know when they do an estate sale, they take everything out. They had set up the dolls in all these positions. Like there was oh, a, no. there was a high chair in the kitchen. There was a doll in it. Uh-uh. Like toys. Mm-mm. Like it was then there was a and there was a case full of dolls. Every the whole mm. downstairs was full of dolls. Everywhere you looked there was a crib, like a real size crib, dolls. It, dolls were everywhere. Mm-mm. It was beyond creepy. It was vacant, so it was already creepy. It was old old house creepy. Upstairs. There were uh, there was an attic, a walk-up attic. So you walk okay. up and they were going to actually, my clients were going to renovate the house and make it into bedrooms. So we go upstairs, this giant, giant attic. There is not a stitch of anything in it except for one fur coat hanging in the attic. And I'm like, this is the creepiest thing. That
1: is creepy. Have, why is
0: this one coat up here? Yeah. They did actually buy this house. What? And renovated it. Okay. The dolls were not included. Oh, my gosh. Wow. (laughs) Did they figure out what the fur coat was for? No, I don't know, but I think it just was there. It was the strangest, most bizarre thing. Yeah, that's really creepy. Which was odd. And that wasn't even the creepiest part of that house. There was a. There were outhouses. Mm-hmm. They had moved other smaller houses out there, and I think one of them was like from an old plantation and it had been like a slaves' quarters. Oof. and it was it was va- it was all very creepy. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Do you want to read one of yours? Is that called like sawed in half? <laughs> saw it in half. I like that. See, you got it. You're getting there. I'm getting there. You're getting there. You're getting there. Okay. You go. Janice <clears throat> said.
1: Old farmhouses have always been the best. There are secret doors, hidden places to hide, and weird dolls. (laughs) (laughs) Always a doll. Who I swear, the eyes follow you. One home that we saw had a secret door. We couldn't access it from the inside of the house. So we looked outside and I was able to open it from the outside. And it led down to the creepiest room ever. Oh, shoot. I didn't. We will have to share this picture somewhere else. (gasps) There was a picture? There was a picture. Can you pull it up on your phone? Yeah, yeah. From Janice. It'll be... Yeah, I'm going to get it. Okay. She says, I have attached a picture for your viewing pleasure. (laughs) Oh, I love this. There are cisterns and they are cisterns and used to hold water during storms, but I'm pretty sure they are now haunted and used as murder rooms. Oh my, I see it. This one? Yup. It looks like a murder room. It does look like a murder room.
0: Oh, YouTube is too far away. I'll get on this one. I mean... Whoa. Whoa, that is freaky.
1: Okay, Janice, told us another story that's kind of funny. Well, let's hear it. On a separate note, I had also held an estate sale recently, and my cleaning lady swore it was haunted. Yeah. She placed a baseball at the top of the attic stairs, (laughs) and she wanted to make sure it was still there when I went back. I went back downstairs and asked her, where's the baseball? Mm -mm. (laughs) I was totally kidding, but it completely freaked her out. (laughs) That's so mean. <laughs> that is mean. Mm-mm, no. Okay, wait. Oh. Farmhouse, cisterns, murder room. Oh. Three bedrooms plus a murder room? Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, God, you're there. You're right there. Three right bedrooms there. plus a murder room. <laughs> like when you do three bedrooms plus office? Yeah. Three bedrooms
0: plus murder room? The this, serial this killer would be like, oh, let's go see this one. <laughs> <'Cause> that's great. <laughs> okay. Now we have a listener, Lindsay Carson, who's going to tell us about her own personal haunted house. Oh. Well, she says I may have never been in a haunted house, but I lived in a murder house. Okay. When we were just buyers looking for our first home, we found a property that was priced right, had a nice yard, pretty mountain views, and we couldn't believe our luck that it was also a hood home that was offering a down payment grant. Too good to be true, you say? (laughs) The catch? (laughs) It was also the scene of a crime. Okay. Our realtor divulged to us that the husband killed the wife in the master bedroom and was serving a life sentence for it. I Googled and found the news article showing the house complete with crime scene tape and a front door that had been kicked in by police. Uh Uh-uh. We still really wanted the house, though. Oh, my gosh. So after we made an offer, I was still feeling nervous about li- living in a murder house. I went over to the house by myself and let myself in. We discovered at a prior showing that the garage door would roll up without any trouble. I know, I know, trespassing, blah, blah, blah. And went upstairs into the master bedroom. What? I just wanted to feel, that's the air quotes again, it out. See if anything felt off with the vibes in the house. Right. And especially that room. She went by herself? (sighs) Yes. I didn't want to sit on the floor because that's where he smothered her with a pillow and left her body while they got their kids up and out the door for school. While he got the kids up and out the door for school. This is so disturbing. Oh, my gosh. So I went into the bathroom and sat in the bathtub and then proceeded to have a conversation with any ghosts present. But the main one I was (laughs) intending to address was the murdered wife. I mean, fair. Who is this? Lindsay. Lindsay. I wonder if she's like in the bathtub like... Hello. Don't worry. She's going to tell us. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know if I believe in ghosts, but here's what I told her. So we want to live here with our family. If you're here, too, and you're nice, you could stay. But if you're not nice, you have to go. Then I said a prayer to cover the fact that maybe I just communicated with spirits and I might not even believe in and hightailed it out of there. We did end up buying the house and we never had anything but happy times there. Never any hint of ghostly activity. I even gave birth to my second baby at home in the master bedroom and commented to my midwives that this room had now seen the whole spectrum of life and death. But they didn't find my morbid humor as funny as I did. Oh, my gosh. That is insane right she's brave so brave
1: and to go back to be like listen <laughs> yeah wow wow What would we name that one the circle of life
0: oh my gosh yes I mean, that would, y'all, I would love to hear y'all's opinion, though, when you listen to this <laughs> We're episode. We're going to do a I poll. There's no way I could do We're gonna it. We're going to do a poll on Instagram I couldn't live in a murder house. Could
1: you live in a haunted house? But
0: also, I want to, this is a great time for us to point out, and we will probably do this in a different episode. We don't have to disclose that here. We don't. In Louisiana. We said it at the beginning. But there like, are some states that have to disclose yes, that. Yes, someone mentioned it, I think in one of these messages, that mm. it's within a certain period of time. We'll get to it. Okay. All right, do you want to go to your next one? Yeah. Lisa, one of the
1: first homes I sold many years ago was an estate sale. The owner had died after living there for many years. The house was also across from a cemetery in London, Ontario, Canada. Okay. It matched my buyer's wish list perfectly. Of course. (laughs) Of course it did. (laughs) It was an old fixer-upper with high ceilings and a big yard. They were so, so happy. About two years later, they called me to come list it. They had renovated it and were ready to sell. It was beautiful. They did not mention the invisible tenant. Oh, my. The first showing was another realtor. I received an urgent text (laughs) via pager. Remember those? Oh, my. To call her ASAP. (laughs) The very moment I received this message, I happened to be standing in front of the office secretary at the front desk, and I read it out loud. The message said the alarm was going off and wouldn't stop. I said to the secretary, there's no alarm at this house. Oh, my. I called the other agent right away, and while I was on the phone with her, she realized that it was the doorbell. She said it was like someone had their finger on it and just wouldn't stop ringing it.
0: Ding-dong, ding-dong, ding-dong,
1: ding-dong. Oh, my spider fell out my hair. Ding-dong. It eventually stopped, and she proceeded with her showing. (laughs) on the weekend, I did an open house. When I arrived, the owners were gone. That's perfectly normal. What wasn't normal was that the doors were wide open. The back door and the inside door from the mudroom. The the ceiling fan was spinning at full speed and the kettle on the stove was boiling and whistling like crazy. The owners did not leave it like this. During the open house, there were several groups that came through. The new stainless steel ceiling fan kept coming on by itself full speed again and again i kept turning it off this happened several times oh my i finally said it out loud when no one was there would you please stop messing with the ceiling fan and it stopped once the open house was over and everyone was gone, I went through the house to turn off all the lights. I was in the primary bedroom turning off the electric fireplace switch, and when I turned it around, there it was. A ghost. Wait, what? A white, cloudy, misty-type figure right beside the nightstand. I'm sorry. I quickly went over to it. What? what? And wiped my hands through it a few times and And? said, what the hell are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) What? The hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I had goosebumps everywhere. I was so freaked out. I could not believe it had just happened. I got out of there. As I drove home, the hairs on the back of my neck kept standing up on and off. I literally had a whiskey when I got home. I was so freaked out. I don't even drink whiskey. One of the homeowners later admitted to me that they have been having some issues. (laughs) I'll say. They believed the former deceased homeowner was still there. Another day, I had dropped in to see the homeowners, and he said his keys were on the table a few minutes prior, and now they were nowhere to be found. He said that darn Mr. Fred must have taken them. Mr. Fred sounds nice. Why does he keep messing with Mm -mm. them? These owners were not crazy. They were very reasonable, down-to-earth people. Oh, and that secretary put Casper on one of my feature sheets that she had printed off for the open house. (laughs) Soon, an offer was accepted. And the house was sold to a nice young family. Okay. The last time I checked, they were still living there. Okay.
0: Happy ending with Mr. Fred. Whoa. Um, that's got to be whiskey problems. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, I, if I saw an actual ghost, like a real, like I saw it with my eyes and like waved my hand in it, I'd be having a whiskey too. Yeah. That's insane. Oh, my word. Mm-hmm. Hey friend, hope you're enjoying this episode all about loopholes. Some of these stories are truly wild. If you don't want to end up with a buyer looking for a loophole somewhere down the road, you need to make sure they're sure about the purchase during their inspections. One way to make sure you do that is to use our free email template to make sure they're sure. This will help keep your buyers happy and avoid buyer's remorse later. To find the free template, just head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash make sure. Okay, are you ready? Mm -hmm. This This is when we get into the ghost, I think. Donna Sylvester is in minnesota she says i'm in minnesota (laughs) while viewing a vacant property in the historical part of rochester minnesota by myself i had this weird feeling come over me that someone was staring at me Mm -mm. i was standing in the front three season porch i like the i like that name though the three season porch yeah okay with the door open that looks right into the kitchen Mm. there was a glass window that is in a wall above the sink and on the other side of that wall were the steps to the limestone walled basement okay. okay so basically beyond the window was then the steps like on the other side of the wall peeking from the corner of that window was a greenish faced man with dark around the eyes i jumped and he disappeared and i shut the door <laughs> fast and left the property Uh uh-uh. when i had to go back i brought a friend with me as i didn't want to be in there alone fair
1: How do you even go back?
0: When I I went over to look down the basement steps, I called my friend over and said, look at the distance of the steps to that window. There has to be at least 10 feet. So Mm. if anyone is peeking up in the corner of that window, they could not have been standing on the steps. I left the home and said, I will never step foot in there again. I have never been so scared to be in a home in my whole life. And this, and especially this home being in the historical part of Pill Hill area of the Mayo Clinic, Mm-mm. that is so creepy. Uh, <laughs> right? Wow. I wonder, like, when
1: you don't believe in that stuff and you see something, like, like how does that change you?
0: I, I feel relatively changed for reading these stories. <laughs> I know. Maybe, <laughs> like, I be, maybe I'm maybe i have a believer in ghosts. I don't know what's happening here. Um, what are we? Green faced Green face? Gremlin? Green face? <laughs> Visitor, something with a green face, because that's wild. Yeah. Green face gremlin.
1: That is so crazy. Okay. What you got next? Stephanie Turrentine. Hi, Katie and Alyssa. Here is a fun, not so haunted, but frightful story. Okay. Good news, everyone. Not haunted. Take a little break. When I was about six months new in real estate, I had made it a habit to tour at least four houses per week to get to know the inventory. I love what that. What a great plan. I usually went alone, and I mostly previewed vacant homes so as <laughs> not to disrupt a seller and make them leave, since I was not actually coming with a buyer. It's not as great of a plan as I thought. Yeah, okay. This helped me see what you get for the value in particular neighborhoods. And if I came across a buyer in need of a house, I was prepared. You're like, I already saw that thing. Yeah. Walking into a home was never scary until this one time. And to this day, I can still fear the fear feel the fear I felt on that day. (gasps) The showing instructions for this particular house stated to enter from the backyard. So it was already weird that I had to walk a super long driveway and go through a large metal gate to get to the key in the back Mm -mm. door. The house was zoned commercial with a house and some workshops at the back of a lot, kind of unusual for the neighborhood. So I was intrigued to see it. Moving on. All was fine until I opened the door, stepped inside, and literally within two feet of stepping in, there was a fear that came over my entire body. I mean, I froze in my tracks. There was a heavy, dark, debilitating feeling that rose around me I could not breathe. Oh, my. I felt like I was being pressed to the ground. What? I felt my heart start to race as though all of my adrenaline kicked in at one time. After what I felt like an eternity just standing there in the doorway, I was like, no, this is not happening. I backed up and shut the door behind me. My hands were completely shaken as I fumbled to get the key in the deadbolt. I stood there on the back patio trying to figure out what in the world just happened. I'm like, I'm running to the car. Yeah, she's like, I'm like, come on, you're just being silly. This is ridiculous. I noticed there was another back door, so I thought maybe it was just a fluke. I will try (laughs) to enter from that side of the house. I went into the wrong door. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, you did it. So I slipped the key in, stepped inside, and wham, instant panic attack. There was darkness, heaviness, a feeling of oppression that consumed the air. To make matters worse, this time I heard what sounded like footsteps creaking from the ceiling above me. Oh, my word. But it was a single-story home. There, oh, my word. There was no second level. I never made it any further than two feet inside. I'm shocked she went to the second door. I know. We have some brave... <laughs> Listeners who really need to go listen to our safety episodes. Uh, yeah. I left the house with my heart racing and quickly ran back to my car, which felt free- which felt freakishly far away Fair. since I was in the backyard of this house to begin with. And the whole time I felt like I was being watched. I can't explain it. I just did not feel alone. Ugh. Later when the listing agent asked me for my feedback, I fibbed a little and told her some BS because I did not want her to think that I freaked out for not actually previewing it because I felt like something was inside the house. But I did ask her the story of the house. Oh, God. Were there any deaths on the property, etc.? cetera? Nope. Original family, one owner, they built the house. Husband was a woodworker, lived there for like 40 years, no deaths, but man. If that house did not have some sort of evil spirit attached, then I have no idea what that was. It's been seven years, and to this very day, I can still vividly remember that heavy feeling and the intense fear that came over me that day mm. inside the house.
0: Oh, Scary. What would you call that one press for time
1: oh my gosh katie what? the
0: puns are just oh, okay moving on okay all right <clears throat> this is wild this one actually did scare me a little bit oh man okay she says okay <laughs> so i was a brand new agent interning under my mom one day she came home crying my mom never cries because the homeowner was so mean to her. She said he just lost it out of nowhere and was screaming until he was red in the face and basically foaming at the mouth. Mm. Well, lucky me. I had a client who wanted to go see that house. I had never been there before and of course, I was nervous due to my mom's unsettling run-in with the homeowner. We get there and the house is vacant and looks abandoned. I go in and start turning on the lights. When I went to turn on the light for the stairs that led to the basement, I almost fell down the stairs. Man, I'm glad we don't have basements. I know. All these scary basement stories. I know. At the bottom of the stairs was a life-sized Chucky doll sitting in a rocking chair staring at me. Uh Uh-huh. I made the executive decision to move the doll out of the way. Oh, my gosh, (laughs) listeners. What is wrong with you? Move the doll out of the way so my clients wouldn't have the same near heart attack that I did. When I got back upstairs, one of their teenage daughters, I guess it's the buyer's teenage daughters, told me, this house is haunted. I swear I'm not crazy. I'm just getting a really weird vibe. I didn't mention the Chucky doll and just Mm -hmm. went on with the showing. This house was on the lake, so when it was time to go check out the dock, we used the stepping stone pathway. It took me a few steps to realize that those stepping stones were actually tombstones. (gasps) with the names of deceased people on them. Mm -mm. How they acquired these gravestones or why they thought it was appropriate to use them as stepping stones is beyond me. No. My clients did not buy the house, what shock. I went home and told my mom all about it. She is convinced that the owner of the home that screamed at her was possessed by some sort of demon or evil spirit that lived inside that Chucky doll or a (sighs) ghost of someone whose tombstone was being used as a stepping stone. I don't know about that theory, but I do know that I will not be stepping foot in that house again.
1: Oh, man. Chucky stepping stones, tombstones. Oh, but that's so creepy. That is so creepy. That I would
0: never go down the stairs and move a Chucky doll. No, I, I just think would I not. think you got to call this like rabid homeowner or something. It's the foaming at the mouth that like really mm. pushed me over the edge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why?
1: What? So many directions this one could go. Yeah, we
0: can put a pen in it. What else do you have? you have another one? Chucky. <laughs>
1: I'm make a note.
0: Tr- Tricky Chucky. Tr- Tricky
1: Chucky. Yes. Oh, it's another tombstone. This is a funny one. Ready for a little break? Thank goodness. Okay. Thanks, Julie Anderson. (laughs) Thank you, Julie. (laughs) I had a seller a few years back that had her mother's headstone in the backyard. Oh. It was out of sight, so I never noticed it, but a potential buyer saw it. Oh, God. I got a quick phone call asking... Why is there a headstone in the backyard? There. When I asked my seller about it, she had a good laugh. We all got a good laugh. Obviously, no one is buried in the backyard. I'm not even sure how we would have moved on from it, except it had actually not been because her mother was buried there. Just had the the headstone. Okay,
0: that's strange. And I have a personal story about this. Okay. I showed a house to my cousin, thankfully someone I knew well, and her mom, so my aunt. We were there together. We go to this house, little house, vacant, it's fine. It's on a big piece of property. There are woods in the back. So we're like, let's go walk to the back of the property. Not like all the way into the woods, but let's go to the edge of the woods line and see like, what's up. We get, you know, we get further back there. I'm like, it's clearly a tomb. Like, but it's broken apart. Mm. Like it, it was as if like someone had dug up a grave. Okay. It was so weird. And when I asked the agent about it, they were like, no, nothing weird, whatever. And my mm. my my buyer was like, This is definitely a grave. Yeah. And I'm like, it really looks the like a grave. Like, no, it's
1: fine. Just send me an offer. I was like, no, thanks. Oh, weird. Yes. Okay, we're gonna call this mom is watching. Okay. Oh, you've already named it. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. No, that's the one that we oh. just read, because mom's headstone was like, Oh, <laughs> mom is watching. Yes, mom thank watching. you. Okay
0: are you ready for noelle wilson yeah she's in new york pennsylvania i think there's a lot of hauntings in the new england area also yeah you think it that's- is very historical huh. right okay <clears throat> she's always willing and eager to share these stories with anyone who will listen oh she has two stories one well what a platform i grew up in the small town of darlington maryland We lived in a Victorian farmhouse that was built in 1860, Mm. and our neighbor's house was part of the Underground Railroad. Oh, I don't even know if I read this part. We had a beautiful carriage barn behind the house with what we thought were slaves' quarters in the hayloft, but our house was haunted. We were a family of six, and four of us used to see a little girl run from the large maple tree out front to the big rock at the corner of the house. She was fast, like a blur in your peripheral vision. We saw her almost daily. Oh my She was gosh. harmless and almost fun to have around. Oh, she was a delight. <laughs> our third floor was super creepy, and I didn't want to be and I didn't want any part of it ever. Neither did our dogs. Oh, they can sense oh, it. Oh, and the dogs. Two no. of my sisters had bedrooms up there, but they were both scared of different parts of the third floor. And my little sister was scared of the balcony at the top of the stair, at the top of the steps, and the closet that ran the length of that hallway. Hmm. Don't worry. Mm-mm. And then there was the large shadow man. Oh, yes. Was he as friendly as the little girl? He was scary and ominous. Oh, good. I only saw him twice, but that was enough. The first time, I was about four years old. I was playing in the sunroom, and he appeared between me and the front door. I ran to get my mother, and when we got to the sunroom, he was gone. I didn't see him for many years, until one night, my sister and I were feeding the horses. We had waited until dusk to throw hay from the hayloft, What? Which was a mistake because the light was burned out up there. It seemed to be out more often than not. Oh. When I got upstairs in the loft, he was in front of me again. Oh my god, Shadow Man! Remember, Shadow Man? Yeah, I screamed and threw a pitchfork at him and ran down the steps as fast as I could. Like she was so sure she saw him. Right, my sister thought it was hilarious until we got a flash until we got a flashlight and I refused to go back up. The horses didn't get hay that night, and we never waited until dark to toss hay down from the loft again. Mmm. Yes, wait, there's more. Several years later, I learned the house was for sale, so I decided to drive by. They happened to be having an open house that day, so I went in. I told the agent that I had grown up in the house. She said, there was someone else here today who grew up here. He was from the family that owned the house before we did. No. As I walked through the third floor with the agent, I asked, so... Is the house still haunted? She stopped and said, the other guy asked me the same thing.
1: Oh, my gosh. I just got goosebumps. (laughs) Because it was really haunted. Yeah, for sure. I know. I'm freaking out a little. You didn't believe in haunted houses? I didn't really think much about it before these. I believe in them.
0: (laughs) Clearly, that's true. Okay, anyway. (sighs) <laughs> that was um okay hold on that was from noelle and her other one is so good i'm so excited to share it really that was a good one that one was really good oh what do we shadow man shadow man I mean, that's sure. obviously sh- horses get no hay is probably what it should oh, be called oh yeah the shadow man says no hay for you <laughs> no hay for the horses no hay for the horses i like the little girl like i wonder what's keeping her there you know i don't know she's just running around playing mm-hmm but it was part of the Underground Railroad. Yeah. A lot of Yikes. history there. Okay. So interesting. Okay. But wait for this. Mm, okay. Her next story. You know, she's in Maryland. This happened after I was married and had kids. I had lived in a large attic apartment in Baltimore County, Maryland for several years before meeting my husband. After we got married, he moved in with me because I had the larger and better apartment. Mm-hmm. Our landlord was Edgar Allan Poe III. Oh, my. I I literally am, like, giddy with the fact that, that Edgar Allan Poe III literally makes an appearance in this story. And lives to this day. Hold, wait. Okay. Wait for it. He was a great landlord, and I enjoyed living there so much. Sadly, he passed away around Thanksgiving 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the house. Oh, okay. But he didn't go very far. <laughs> One night... As I was putting my boys, about one and two at the time, to bed, my two-year-old kept staring at the corner of the room with a strange look on his face. He wouldn't tell me what he was seeing. Mm -mm. Then the floor lamp started flickering. This lamp had never had an issue with flickering before. I looked back and forth from the corner to my son to the lamp. Finally, I asked my landlord if that was him, and if it is, make the floor lamp flicker. The lamp flickered. Edgar Allan Poe third, right, Edgar? I asked again, the f- lamp flickered again. I asked a third and fourth time just to be sure, and both times the lamp flickered. Then I said, it's okay that you're here, but it is not okay for you to scare my kids. The <sighs> lamp never flickered again. When his wife would travel, I would go downstairs to take care of the cats for her. Whenever I went into his room, I could feel someone with me. I would say, hi, Pudge. And then all would be calm. About a year after his passing, his wife told me about a dream she had about him riding up to her on a white horse. He was in his safari clothes, and he looked down at her from the horse and said, I'm okay, and you are too. And he rode away. That was when he left the house too. Whoa. These
1: listeners are just speaking directly like, hey, stop messing with me. Hey, leave my kids alone. Yeah. Wow. And it works. It's like the ghosts are
0: like, oh, shoot, I've been seen. <laughs> oh, <my> God, Sorry. <laughs> Oh, I don't, you know, do you did you like Edgar Allan Poe? Like when you read it in school, it was okay. I, I don't have a lot I of ju- memories. I just always really thought it was like oh my spider creepy. It was like the Telltale Heart, you yeah. know, like yeah, in yeah, the yeah. floorboards mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, there's probably a really good Edgar Allan Poe like analogy in here somewhere, but yeah. I'm not sure what it is. Wow. Edgar Allan Poe lives here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe the third, third third times a charm. The lamp, I don't know. Oh yeah, it would be like um, the telltale lamp. That's what it would be. It would be the telltale lamp. Okay. <laughs> yeah, got it. Y'all, I've not. I don't know if I've ever had this much fun on an episode. So fun. Okay, your turn.
1: This is from. Oh, Deanne. Deanne. This is so funny because y'all have heard about her in other episodes. Correct. She says, hey, guys, I'm that crazy realtor from Alaska who was (laughs) forced, air quotes, to listen to nothing but your podcast for my entire four-day drive on the
0: Alkin Highway. If we had had this episode then, it would have been slightly more entertaining. Yeah, definitely. She was just learning about how to sell real estate.
1: Yeah, due to the lack of knowing how to properly download music. I was stuck with you too (laughs) and felt we became road tripping friends. You may remember my messages to you last October. I do. Anyway, in regards to unusual showings, I've had many. Oh. I was a realtor in California for over two decades and moved to Alaska where let's just say things are different. Oh. One of my first showings was early fall and we had a dusting, quote unquote, two inches of snowfall overnight. I was showing a remote cabin, meaning off the grid, and the owners had locked it up for the season. This includes covering windows with plywood and, much to my surprise, putting down bear boards, which are planks of wood with nails or screws sticking up to prevent a bear from breaking in. (laughs) Huh, creepy. With nothing but my rubber boots on, I (gasps) stepped on the first step of the porch, covered in snow— Ouch. Let's just say I gimped my way through the rest of the showings. She stepped on a nail. And questioned my choice of getting back into real estate in a territory so unknown to me. (laughs) Fair. It's been a few years, and now I carry a weapon to remote showings, just in case. I ride a snow machine in the winter and a four-wheeler in the summer. That's fun. One of my marketing ads was a photo of me in precarious situations on my snow machine. (laughs) The tagline was, if you ever need a good realtor, I know how to overcome the tough obstacles. Everyone thought it was hilarious. And even if it didn't get me listings, it got me laughs. I've been known to do a stand-up comedy on the side. This job (laughs) has so much material for good stand-up. Oh, and one time I did a showing on a house with no power and it was negative 28 degrees outside. Pretty sure it was not it was much colder on the inside it was fast it was the fastest showing on record i'm certain oh my word
0: that's wild she stepped on a nail Mm. nailed it nailed it there you go so good nailed it okay while we're on cabins though i'll tell you my last one that i brought okay Okay, so you remember my very fancy listing. You went to mm-hmm, it. It had mm-hmm. a cabin in the back. Yeah, remember? It was I was kind of like tucked in the little wooded area. Mm-hmm. It had a kind of, you know, middle of nowhere vibe to it. It had a water wheel and a, and I a pond. I remember the water wheel. Okay, so it's just the one room and a little kitchenette with the bathroom. And then there was a door into this garage. And then there was an, a set of stairs in the garage that went up to an attic the attic was very large and floored because they had a huge Christmas display that they would store up there okay. to bring down at Christmas, right? So a lot of times people wanted to see this attic. So I'm like, this is a huge garage and it's all floored attic. These are the stairs. If you ever wanted to add on out here, I mean, there's all this space. Well, I was in the like main part of the cabin turning on lights and blah, blah, blah. And my clients w- <laughs> went... I'm trying to remember if they went first or if I went first. Either way, they went in there and we going up the stairs. They come out screaming. Oh my gosh. Like what? Like running. It's nighttime. Of course, it's a nightfall show. It has yes. turned dark. They run out from the back from the garage screaming. I'm like, what is it? I don't know. There's like eyes up there. It doesn't sound like me to go up there. So I feel like I must have been with them. You like walk up the stairs and I look to the side. So like the the stairs are like. Let's just say I'm waist high with the floor, and it's like railings, so you can yeah, see into yeah. the room. I look in, and there's eyes staring at me. What was it? A possum. Oh my gosh! It
1: was so scary, though. That is scary. I must have been first because I was like, ah! and then we're all like, you running. know, like new videos where people like to scare the other person just like screaming and like pointing at something yeah like everyone starts running running, (laughs) yeah just like that just like that oh my gosh possum around (laughs) there you go
0: (sighs) oh my god all right are you done yeah that was all mine okay well i have a couple more okay beta and i can't roxka okay i'm gonna go with a silent m on that yeah just a best guess. um beta said here's my slightly heebie-jeebie story from last year I was doing a showing in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. I'm telling you, Pennsylvania is fully haunted. I thought New Orleans was with like- With a family. It was parents with an 18-year-old daughter. We went into the basement of the home that we were seeing. Again, the basement. People only haunt the Stay basement. Stay out of basements, right. you guys. Jeez. Um Okay, we went into the basement of the home that we were seeing, and as we got through half of the very large basement, the daughter abruptly left back upstairs without any word. I did not think anything of it, but as we were walking around, I mentioned to the parents that the energy in the basement seemed a little off, and they felt it too and agreed. Once we were done with the showing, we went out where the daughter was already waiting for us, and she said that they can't buy that house as there are two older ladies living in the basement. How do they know that? Supposedly, she sees spirits, and she saw two older women sitting in the basement sewing clothes. Well,
1: they sound sweet. They're, like just, they're just
0: sewing. Yeah. They're sewing in the basement. <laughs>
1: well, knowing our listeners, they would be like, "Well, hello, lady.
0: <laughs> How long have you been here? Are you gonna stay a while? As long as you sew me something pretty. Yeah, you as can long as stay. you're nice, you can stay." Uh huh. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. Last uh, last couple. These are not haunted. But scary. I'm going to insert one in after this next one. Okay. Um, Amy Poe said, I opened the front door of a house today and a roach landed on my shoulder and then (laughs) fell to the floor. Needless (laughs) to say, I've had the feeling of bugs crawling on me much of the afternoon. Nope. Gross. She also said, I showed a property once that was supposed to be vacant. This seems like to be a recurring theme. And Based on listing photos and the MLS, I opened the front door and there were blow-up mattresses, garbage bags of clothes, and all sorts of stuff in the living room. Mm-mm. Also, y'all fearless just walking through a house that's supposed to be vacant filled with blow-up yeah, mattresses. Leave. And, leave. No. The kitchen counters were overflowing with trash and food. Each bedroom had at least two air mattresses and trash bags of stuff. I kept telling my buyer that I felt like the house was supposed to be vacant. This was just a couple of months after the 2016 flood. But he insisted we finish looking. Mm Mm-mm. Mm -mm. Uh, As we were walking down the hallway, I realized there was not a back door at the end of the hallway. I Mm. felt trapped. I was waiting for someone to jump out of a closet. I hurried my client along and we got out of there as quickly as we could. Yes, I realized afterward how stupid it was to go in the house and how blessed we were that nothing happened. Needless to say, I try to be much more careful these days. Please be careful. Okay, what did you want to tell us?
1: Okay, so y'all may remember that. My former life, um, I was a bartender, waitress. And at one point, I worked for this company where it sounds bad, but you could rent me. Yeah. Not just me, <laughs> but anybody. Me. And I was rented for like a plethora of occasions. So like if you're having a baby shower, you just say, hey, I need two hostesses. You were hostesses. rented for a seance? No. Okay. Two hostesses and a bartender okay. or whatever. And so I was on that list. So okay. I And I love the job because you never know where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. So I got rented to be a uh, co- a cocktail waitress at a event at the Myrtles plantation, okay. which is our haunted plantation here in St. Francisville. Um, while we were getting ready, like setting up all the things before some any of the guests got there, one of the girls I work with was like, Are you freaked out being here? And I was like, No. no why? Like, why would I be freaked out? And she's like, Well, it's haunted. I'm like, I mean, I know, but it's just fun. Like it's not like really haunted, you know? So, I was the waitress that had, like – I had, like, a tray of, like, champagne, and I'm, like, passing it out. Mm-hmm. So, I had one left on my tray, and this lady comes up to me, and she's like, can you please go put my coat on the bed upstairs? And I'm like, okay. But I thought that was kind of weird, and I didn't really know what to do. Yeah. So, she took the last glass of champagne, and I put my tray down, and I go up the stairs. And uh-uh. – the lights are, like, not working. Like, I flipped a few switches and, like, nothing's working. And, like, I do see a bed up there. And I just, like, I started getting kind of freaked out. I threw her jacket on the bed and, like, ran. So, I was going to go find her to be, like, look, I put your jacket up there. But I don't think that's where people are putting jackets. Like, you may just need to go get it and find out, you know, where to put it. So, the re- this was at the very beginning of the night. I'm looking for her. I'm looking for her. The whole night could not find her, could not find her. So I'm starting to like, I'm like, what is going on? Like, surely, I mean, there was a lot of people there, but like, I would have found her, you know? Yeah. Never found her. So we're at the end and we're cleaning up. And I'm like, what is going on? And so I see that the bedroom light is on upstairs. And I went up the stairs. No coat. No coat. No lady. And every light that I couldn't get on was on. So I like ran down the stairs. I didn't turn off the lights or anything. And then I realized there was this picture on the wall. It was her? It was like her from another time. No. Like old timey hair, like petticoat. Yeah, for sure. You you talked to a ghost? I think so. She gave you her coat? She did. She did. Wait, she was Where like, were messing you? with me at the Myrtles. It
0: is haunted. I know, but I just didn't really believe in all that stuff. You? Wait, you saved to the end of the show that you actually took a ghost's coat? Yeah, I think I did. This is
1: clearly called the ghost coat.
0: <laughs> How weird. that That's the day that I started believing oh i wish that was that was the mic drop at the end but i have a few more okay <laughs> you talked to a ghost i really and she was like very pretty was she very nice
1: Uh she's, she, she was, was pushy snooty. yeah she was kind of snooty i think she's like messing with me like oh you don't believe she's welcome like, to my house here's my coat i'm taking your champagne side note mm-hmm. um on mother's day we went to eat at a restaurant near there. Mm-hmm. And then they... Ha- it's a gorgeous grounds. Like, you can go walk the gardens, feed the ducks. So, we brought the kids to, like, go do all that stuff. Okay. Well, they were starting, like, a free tour... And they were like, y'all are welcome to join. They saw we had kids. We had to pull out of the tour. Cause they were like, and then they hung the nanny by a rope from the tree. And Haven is like, what? what? And to this day, she's like, mom, remember when they hung that lady from the tree <gasps> oh, by her neck? And I'm like, oh my gosh, Haven. Like- yeah,
0: cause you know what? Haven, core memory unlocked. <laughs> yes. That has become a core memory. (laughs) The Myrtles Plantation. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, Oh, my word. So don't take your kids on the tour. Okay, no, definitely not. Karen Moat said, one time I walked into a vacant house and I could hear scratching noises. But it was dark and there was no electricity. And when I turned on my flashlight app, there were roaches crawling all of the walls. Big ones like Texas size. I got out of there as fast as I could. Nope. Mm -mm. The walls are crawling oh yeah look at all these stories i mean like y'all we are the (laughs) bravest i should have brought water because you're like i'm so parched i am parched (laughs) i mean hold on we're almost done I have um, one more story. Oh, you have a personal story? Mm-hmm. Do you want to sip in my water? Can I? <laughs> Please go for it. Um, okay. Misty Taylor in mm. Indiana. You much better? Yeah. Okay. She says, so I don't know if this qualifies as a haunted house story, but my market is very rural area. Some places extremely rural. I had scheduled to show an empty home on a 128 acre farm to my husband's business partner on a late Friday afternoon. I get to the house first of course to open the door and check out the layout. Reminder, this is a vacant home that there is not a neighbor to be seen or heard. Mm-mm. I'm not first of all I'll wait until my buyer gets there. The not the lights do not need to be on that bad. No, it's okay. I was not scared initially uh, because I knew who I was meeting and the home is in a familiar area to me. Anyway, <laughs> I unlock the door on and step one foot into the house and I hear running water like a shower. So I say hello and nothing by this time. It, so I say hello and nothing. By this time, I am nervous. I go back outside, but I don't leave. Crazy, I know. When my client finally arrived, I had him go in with me, looked all over the house and nothing. Then we opened the door and head into the base- freaking basement. Freaking basement. Basement. Okay. In the vacant house, then we open the door and head to the basement. And as we turn the light on, there is water pouring in the basement from the water main line. Oh no! While this entire time, I'm terrified. The house is filling with water. Ugh! I was horrified at that point, but not from fear. Lol. Luckily, my client just happened to work for the water company. At that time, and was able to shut the water off to the house. Wow! Also, calling the listing agent with that kind of news is horrific.
1: Well, what if they hadn't shown it? Like the whole house would flood.
0: Yeah. Like, what mm. if they didn't actually it's go in? It's almost like the ghost turned it on just as people were entering. Right? Do you remember in Home Alone, they turn on the water and it fills up the basement? They're called the Wet Bandits.
1: The Wet, the bandits. wet bandits. That's bandits. what this one's called. Okay.
0: Um, all right. Now, our friend Rachel Hartsock in Houston. I love Rachel. Hey, Rachel. You want to do one of hers? Yeah, I'll read hers. Okay. Well, she has two. Okay.
1: I was showing this house that was vacant, and it had this huge garage slash shed. I think the seller was using it as an art studio. Well, one of my clients got to the shed first, opened the door, screamed, and ran back towards me with his partner. I walked to the shed and see a full bedroom set up bed sheets clothes, the whole nine yards my client had seen someone inside that ran towards the back of the shed i called the listing agent and asked if anyone was living in the shed and she replied no Turns out a squatter had inhabited the shed scary
0: mm-hmm. you go okay last one everyone also from rachel i received a call from a lady looking for someone to sell her grandfather's home she lived out of state and her grandfather had passed away on the phone she tells me that the house still has his furniture etc but they're working on getting everything cleared out. She also briefly mentions that the carpet is stained but they have but they have had it cleaned so it's fine. I go to the house and the neighbor Bob lets me in. Oh Bob. Bob. Bob is an air quote, so we're getting, it's not even really the name. Upon entering the house, I immediately noticed that we have somewhat of a hoarder situation. Nothing seems to have been cleaned out. Oh, and there are dead flies all over the floor. As we continue to walk through the house and get closer to the living room, the more dead flies I see. Dead flies. I'm talking about hundreds of dead flies. We get to the living room and there are what looks like Thousands of dead flies. Do you know how hard it is to kill a fly? No, no, they're just dying of natural causes. I know. But that (laughs) many, that many. Could be me exaggerating, LOL, but it was a lot. And a large black stain on the carpet. I asked Bob, what in the world happened here? And he informs me that the homeowner died there and no one found his body for weeks. Gross. Needless to say, the carpet needed to be replaced, not just cleaned. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Mm -mm. That was growing out on a gross note. Yeah. What do you call that? Carpet cleaner needed. Carpet cleaner carpet allowance provided <laughs> right. carpet allowance mm-hmm. yeesh um all right and my final disclaimer is i'm not trying to be insensitive about anyone's death i feel terrible for anyone who um was a you know mm-hmm. person who f- fell to this ill with like the teeth guy oh my gosh the teeth i just hope that was a dentist why does he have
1: teeth a bag of teeth okay ready for my last story oh this is you go mm-hmm. go Okay, so I go to list this house and the girl is like, I inherited it from my dad. I had no relationship with my dad. He was like a piece of SHI. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I want to get rid of this house. He left me with like a mountain of debt, all oh. these liens on the property, like whatever. So I'm like, okay, okay. She gives me the address. It's not in an area that I would usually like work, but she's like a friend. I'm like, okay, let me, let me figure this out. You know, she, she's like, it's probably best that we meet in the morning. It's just better, safer. I'm like, Okay. So we get there and it's like a 5000 square foot. It is like covered in like mold and oh. the ACs aren't like working no. really well mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. just showing me the house totally unattached and she's like, "Yeah, my dad like died in here and like he didn't have any friends and like none oh. of us talked to him so he wasn't found for like a super long time." And I'm like, "Oh, oh my." my. And so and I'm thinking I'm I'm just okay. So, she said that they tried to have it. She was like, do you have to disclose if the house is haunted? And we're in the house, mind you. And I'm like, no. Why? And she's like, well, he's still here. Oh, no. And I'm like, okay, tell me why. And she says, well, I continuously close this kitchen cabinet where he kept his coffee cups. Okay. And every time I come back, it's open. It's open. It's open. His bedroom door, I also always close. And it's, like, tight. Like, it's sticks. Latched always open when I get back. So it's like he he still wakes up and goes out of his room and goes to his cupboard. She was like, I thought I was being kind of crazy. But then um, we tried to have an estate sale. And then after the first day, the estate sale lady would not come back. She said that there are cold spots all throughout the very hot house where she just knows that, like, something is there. And the girl was like, yeah, that's my dad, you know. Mm -mm. So we go in the backyard and there is like a pool, but it is like totally green, cannot be saved. It is so murky. You cannot see into it at all. There is a thick layer. Like it almost looks like you could walk on it. Ew, ew. Like sludge. So I'm like, well, I don't think that can be saved. Maybe we should just like drain it. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'd love to drain it. I threw his ashes in there. I'm sorry.
0: I I cannot.
1: I was like, you threw him in there. The cesspool pool. And it's still in there. And she was like, yep. And I was like, well, that's why he's still here. How are you going to change that? She was like, well, I tried to flush him down the toilet because he was a piece of. Oh, my God. But my husband wouldn't let me do that, so I
0: threw him in the pool. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my. Mm -hmm.
1: I never experienced any... But I also never really went back. Like, I got what I needed that day. Did it sell? (laughs) Oh. This is a while ago. Yes, I think it did.
0: (laughs) Okay. Disturbing. Yeah, very disturbing. Okay. I'm not sure what I would call that. He's outside swimming. (laughs) And I'm like, dad is. Swimming in the pool. My dad's dad's in the pool. Dad's in the pool. Dad's in the pool. Dad's in the pool. Okay, look at all these stories. Y'all, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to take in there. Okay, so let's go. We're going to like lighten it up. I will tell you, this is not a light story, but I did list one house that I felt like the I wasn't sure if he was still there or not. Like I knew that the person had gone on there. The person had died in the house. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It just was like, I just pictured myself walking (laughs) through it alone in a vacant house. You were alone. So staging it. Yes. Because the the seller who had inherited it was out of town. Anywho, um, I was like, kind of semi-staging it because some of the stuff was still there i know this is really disturbing um but i was trying to make it look nice and i'm like you know i just felt compelled i don't know why i'm like i think i'm gonna bring a real plant in here i think he would really like that oh like, you're something just so gay. mindful so i'm like here enjoy this plant and please and just be nice sell yeah right
1: what happened it sold oh okay I thought you were going to be like, the plant was smashed against the wall.
0: No, no. The plant lived. The the house sold. sold. We've moved on from that. I know. I I would love to know how many of our listeners have listed and sold homes Mm. where someone died. And was possibly still there. Yeah. Yeah. But even just, it happens more than you realize. Yeah. I mean, our
1: first house, the old lady had died in it, but like Tanner bought it before he knew me and like, there was nothing ever haunted about it. Yeah, she just she just old. she's gone.
0: Yeah, she's just gone. Okay, let's do a toast. All right, you have the end of this toast. This is going to be I'm like gonna, a teamwork situation. Where you left off. Perfect. We'll teamwork market. Hold on, I got to find the front of it. That's where things went wrong. Okay, from Carrie Ringgold to Kendra Anderson in Richmond, Virginia. Carrie says, Kendra is a colleague in my office and also a Hustle Humbly community member. When I got my license and joined the office three years ago, she was so welcoming and willing to share ideas to help me grow my business. Mm -hmm. She has such a calm and peaceful presence. That's what we need after all this. She has such a calm and peaceful presence about her and is always willing to share ideas and valuable information. Stating, sharing is caring and that we have different spheres. We reciprocate ideas. Offer advice to one another when we have a situation
1: and talk about the Hustle Humbly podcast. In June, we closed our first deal together. It was so smooth and such a pleasure to do business with a like-minded realtor and Hustle Humbly community member.
0: Oh, I love that. So cheers to Kendra and thank you to Carrie, And thank you to everyone who who submitted a story. (laughs) Alyssa says she has to go. And goodbye. Goodbye.
1: (laughs) Really late.
0: You better go. Oh, with spiders in your hair? Yeah. You Do I have any more? You, you can wear my shirt. Just bring it back. I gotta get my shirt anyway. Okay, you look fine. Okay. That was fascinating. Whoa.